Hey, I'm Brianna. And I'm Lauren. It's easy to compare yourself to others on social media. But if there's one thing we know, it's that Instagram is just a highlight reel. That's why we are bringing you raw and honest conversations on success, health, finance, and relationships from the people who aren't afraid to speak the truth. Anything else is all bullshit. How's it going? Uh, not bad. I'm a little, I'm a little sleepy, but I put on my makeup today, pretending like I'm a real human. So, do you like my new flannel? It's from Goodwill. Oh my god, I was gonna say How's yes. I love it's men's. It's fine. Like whenever this type of style came to be, I just was like, thank you so much because now it is officially okay to shop at Goodwill and mm-hmm. look cute and be on trend. And, like, oversized, like, men's things are so in. Like, tell me why I was looking at, like, large polos, like, in, like, the men's section. And I'm like, hmm, how can I style this? Like, I never fucking thought that that would be a thing. But here we are. I'm, like, looking up influencers. I'm like, do any of these bitches wear a polo? Like. Yeah. I feel like that's such a good look, especially if you have, like, a designer handbag and you're wearing, like, men's oversized flannel. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you have to, like, pair it with these, like fashionable bitch items and then you're good to go I actually for my birthday is coming up and I've been wanting the you know the platform Doc Martin boots that came out last year yeah they're called like the jade or something I don't know I wanted them last year but they're $180 and just fab was sending me free shoes every month at the time two free pairs a month for like four months and they gave me like other like not the same at all, but like similar boots. And I was like, I just can't justify spending $180 whenever I have these like similar lookalike boots. But ever since then, when I see somebody like in the real Doc Martens, I'm like, fuck, I'd much rather have them. So for my birthday, I asked my parents to split it because my parents are now separated. So my dad's going to pay for half and my mom's going to pay for half because I want these mm. fucking boots so bad. But I don't want to like buy them for myself. But anyway, the point of this is because when you wear those with like a pair of leggings and like an oversized flannel, like you are that Instagram bitch. Like, yeah. You are fashion goals, but really you're just fucking an expensive pair of boots and a good little outfit. But I feel like Doc Martens are an investment. I bought myself my first pair of Doc Martens in my like adult life uh, last year. I have to tell you, there's a learning curve. There's like a curve with Doc Martens. Have you owned a pair before? I don't want to tell you something if you've already. Kevin has several pairs, but I don't have any. I will tell you this. They will hurt for a while. And even when you think that they're broken in and you're like, oh, I, yeah, no. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh. They're like, no, bitch. Have fun. Here's new blisters for you. And I, like, wore them around a bunch and then went on a long walk, a couple miles, three miles, four miles, something like that. I was dying. I had to stop at a Walgreens and get, like, blister bandages. Well, I don't know what kind you had, but I don't know that any boots, unless they're hiking boots, are meant to be walked in for that long. Like, any cute shoe, if it's cute, it's probably not going to be comfortable for long walks, in my opinion. <laughs> well, mine look like hiking boots. Okay, like, they're okay. just so the they're basic black okay. ones. And I wear them. They are my hiking boots. They're my everyday shoes. You gotcha. know that I moved here with like literally a backpack. Yeah. So I had no clothes, essentially. I have sneakers that have a hole on them now, Doc Martens, and flip-flops. So 
That is my – I wear them every day. I'm laughing because I have so many pairs of shoes, and that's the one thing that I, like, want for Christmas. I'm like, I need new shoes. Like, bitch, the fuck you do? I have so many pairs of heels, though. Um, Well, I used to do pharmaceutical sales, so I right. had some for work. And then when you're in, like, your younger 20s, every time you go out with your girls, you're trying to put heels on. So I have so many pairs of heels and things like that. And then I have, like, different – colored sneakers that go with like certain outfits Mm -hmm. but then my like neutral everyday shoes sneakers in particular I just wear the fuck out of them and Mm -hmm. then they like need to go and I for the last year I've been going through this thing where all I want is white shoes Mm -hmm. but I am a slob I do not deserve to own white shoes I even like Mm -hmm. spray them ahead of time like I sent a picture to my friend because she has the same shoes and I'm like how are yours still white and she's had hers longer and she was like what are you doing running through puddles I was like no this is literally and I live in Southern California, where it doesn't even fucking rain. I'm not going, I don't wear them hiking or anything. Like, this is just my everyday shoe, and they're like filthy. Like, now I just wear them like when I walk to the post office. But <laughs> have like, you tried taking a magic eraser to them? I think they're far past that point. I think I need to do that at the beginning when they just start to get dirty. Yeah. So. You'd be like one of those bitches that like is super prepared and has all that shit in their purse. I used to hate those girls, and now I feel like I kind of have to go. Those. Oh, I'm definitely <laughs> gonna be one of those here soon. Like, I can't. I'm like so excited to be like a mom because I just think I'm gonna be like the most prepared mom. Like, I'm gonna have every. I already know what I want my mom car to be. Like, I'm just like what? ready. You already have your gonna, mom car. Yeah. This is well. So this is like my like first stage mom car because I'm gonna be mm-hmm. a baller one day and I'm gonna get a real uh-huh. nice whip okay but yeah. my first stage mom car these I mean these are so expensive I want a Ford Explorer but I don't know if I want black or white yet but whenever I did pharmaceutical sales that's what I had and I loved it they're so big and I just I need all the room for all my mom things okay <laughs> I like this is a new world to me. I just don't know. I'm like so focused on business and like hustle and like I'm also in my 30s now and I'm just like mom life is never going to be a thing, but this is very interesting to me because the car like screw the kid, you know? Like screw the, like I just I just need a car for all my mom things. I just want an excuse to carry around extra snacks all the time. Lasagna. <laughs> what's happening? Big sheet trays of lasagna in the back seat. I mean, I was envisioning, like, Uncrustables and juice boxes, but sure. <laughs> like, loading up the car, we go to Costco. <laughs> Literally me. Honestly, speaking of Costco, one of the worst things about COVID is every Friday, Kevin and I used to go to Costco, mm-hmm. and for lunch, we would just sample all of the samples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, COVID. I can't sample at Costco anymore. Ruining my it. free lunch. We literally didn't renew our Costco membership because we were like, it's not worth it right now. (laughs) Well, that's just a smart financial decision. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I think – I do think it's worth it. It's $60 for the whole year and, like, gas alone is super cheap there. Mm. Let alone – I get, like, things like my razors there are super cheap, like, different stuff like that. So – and we got our membership on Groupon. So I think it was $10 cheaper than there, than it was supposed to be there. And it came with coupons. We got, like, a free pound of chicken, a free, like, thing of laundry detergent that lasted us, like, an entire year. Like, we are mm. couponers, all right? We're, we're smart in that sense. But I think it's worth it, especially if you have a family. But, like, while it's just two of us, we were like, yeah. I 
love a smart shop. And one of the plugins that I have on Chrome is the Retail Me Not. Have you tried that? It's so worth it because I'll be checking out and then it'll be like, you could apply for this. I was literally buying my new baby niece a gift. And I was on the site and then Retail Me Not or whatever was like, hey, you could send, you could save $15 right now. I was like, okay. I need to start using Google Chrome more and I need you to make a highlight of all of the plugins that you love. I know you do have some of them on there. If you guys are listening, Lauren has some super helpful things on her Instagram story. What's the title of that highlight? You talk about like- Biz biz hacks. I'm going to make myself a note right now because tomorrow is my content day. I was thinking about it. The reason why I don't resort to Chrome is growing up- Right? True. Also, Also that, but- Growing up, all of my rich friends had MacBooks, and I could not afford a MacBook, never had one. So I got my first MacBook like two years ago, I think, uh, mm-hmm. maybe, and that's what I use now. And it was my first computer that I could use Safari on. So I think I w- it was just like mm. a sign of success, stepping stone in my life. Like, now I have Safari. I'm that bitch with the Apple on the back of her fucking laptop. Not that it matters, but in my mind, you know, it was one of those things that I always wished I had growing up, and now I can afford it for myself. Mind you, I got my laptop used on Facebook Marketplace for like $800. Great deal. But anyway, so I think that's why I use Safari all the time. But I need to start using – because that's why, like, I feel bad because you always repeat the same – plugins to me all the time and you're like bitch why aren't you using these and it's really just because I'm like attached to Safari and I don't use Google Chrome but I need to start using it it needs to happen so same I used to be a Safari slut also but Google Chrome for marketing is like the only thing you can really use like there's nothing else that's going to help me work as efficiently as I work with any other web browser so Just for business, I use the Zoom extension, which interfaces immediately with my Google Calendar. I use the Font Ninja, which tells me which fonts. I use the Colorzilla, which tells me colors. And there's like a bunch of other ones that I don't even leverage that much. There's one for SEO purposes that I use for clients. There's just like a ton. And oh, Grammarly, because there's certain programs that won't autocorrect, but Grammarly interfaces with them. So does it interface on Canva? Because that's one thing on Canva. Yes. On Safari, it doesn't autocorrect for me or anything. So Canva, the version that I have, does autocorrect now. Huh. It didn't used to, but there is – but for some reason, I don't know if it's because I have the Grammarly installed or not, but it used to not work for me also. But do you have the app Canva or do you just use the website? I use the website and I have the pro version. Right. So use the app. So the Canva app that you download, that works a lot better than the website I've noticed for me. And then it's not like another tab that you have open and all that. I use Slack now a lot. Um, Slack is, uh, it's kind of like direct messaging, except it's an application that interfaces with everything on your computer. So if you need to eat, like message a client or communicate with a client, instead of sending it in a text thread, we should actually have a Slack channel for, you're going to hate me, but we should for the podcast because then it stores all of the data, all of the files, everything that we send each other is all in one central location. And it'll also interface with your drive. I live in these kind of applications and I've discovered so many recently. Like I use Calendly. Like I'll get new clients without having to do anything at, essentially at this point because on my Instagram, I have Linktree, 
which I pay. I have the paid version. It's $70 a year. I have a free Instagram audit that immediately books a call with my calendar. I don't have to email them or do anything. Then when they get that link, they get a link to, uh, when they sign up my calendar, they get a link to my type form. That automatically adds to my email list. And then when they fill out that type form, that automatically populates data for me that I need for the call. Then at the end of the free IG audit, I'll ask for a sale. So I'll be like, okay, this is your IG. It looks like it's going well for this reason. However, this is how you could increase your growth, or this is how you could streamline this, or this is how, you know, whatever value proposition statement. Then I say, I have this service that I can provide to you. Yes, sure. Great. Okay. I'll send you a PayPal invoice right now. Once I have payment, I'll deliver the thing on Friday. And then we book a follow-up call and I show them how to implement whatever that service is. So literally it didn't take me hardly any time. And then that cert- that product that I offer or service is pretty much already made somehow. So <laughs> it's just like I've learned how to work smarter, not harder. And I, li- I don't go around and spend any time on my own engagement at all. Like this is just how I've been able to figure out how to be successful. That's yeah, no, that's amazing. That's definitely something that I think is super important to continue to update. So whenever I first started online coaching, I did every single program on, I think, WordDoc, like by hand. Like this is like years ago when I was still in college, I started doing online programs and I was doing everything by hand, blah, blah, blah. It just was, it took me forever. So then I started doing some market research. How are these other people streamlining their things? And that's when like, you know, I started doing the guides and then whenever I wanted to do another guide, I would copy this, I would make a duplicate on Canva Canva of the same fucking guide and mm-hmm. then just new workouts, change what I wanted to, change, you know, the color background and whatever else. And then mm-hmm. then I for my one-on-one clients, I started making I made a PDF at the beginning because I realized I was spending all of this time answering the same questions. People didn't know how to track macros. People didn't know what apps to use. People didn't know mm-hmm. I was answering the same questions about doing the check-ins. So now, whenever they purchase one-on-one training from my my site, they get a PDF download that tells them everything that they need to send to me in an email, everything that they're mm-hmm. supposed to expect. How and like before, I used to be so pressured, like oh my gosh, as soon as like they sign up, I have to you know have their program to them. Now it says I need seventy-two hours minimum. I get back to you about the program, and then then once I get back to them and I have everything, then I have this other Canva doc that I can mm-hmm. duplicate, and then I I change out things that are customized for them, so it is personalized. But a lot of the shit's the same. You still are tracking macros the same, so you know I. That information is the same in there. You still need to focus on progressive overload. So that's nothing's mm-hmm. going to ch- change about that no matter what your mm-hmm. goals are. So a lot of that, like like you said, like it's just how do you waste less of your time essentially? And But I think that's it's super important to continue to update that because the last time I did any of that for myself was probably like six to nine months ago because I've been focusing more on Wayland, which I need to also integrate some stuff for that. But there's there's new stuff out by then. Or maybe not even new stuff. Maybe it was out before, but it wasn't something that I knew about or it wasn't something that I knew that I needed to do. So, you know, if you want to continue to grow your business, increase your sales, get new clients, whatever it is, you have to continue to update systems that are going to make things easier for you, more streamlined, take less time on the back end. Like it, like when you do one-on-one coaching, is it personalized? Yeah. But 
I'm sure as hell going to copy the exact same template that I used for someone else and then just change the parts that need personalized. Because why wouldn't I? Yes. And I think that for me, what was a game changer for my business is taking one day where I don't do any calls. And now it's impossible to have a day where I don't do any client work, but I need to really have one day a week where I focus on systems for my business and streamlining things. And that is when I notice the most results. So I mean, it's just like with anything else, like with fitness, like how are you going to, you know, serve others if you're also like not taking care of your own business, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and here I am as a marketing consultant, so a business consultant really focused on growth if I don't know how to grow my own business and do things smarter. And I was going to say for you, there are certain systems that I know I've told you about that are game changers for me. And one of them is Typeform. Because you can automate that process that you're talking about. Like, yes, even though you have a template, you can literally automate that. You could, and this is where where I'm investing money right now. I am investing money in somebody who is helping me create systems for my business, not because I couldn't figure it out on my own, but because Mm -hmm. I know that it will take me longer to figure it out on my own and time is money. Mm-hmm. And I would rather invest in somebody right now who has implemented these systems before and help her have me apply them. Because at first I was like, oh, I need to outsource some of this client work. And that is not the solution because the client work is the stuff that I do really, really well. But I would rather invest in somebody who is helping me with business systems so that then I don't need to outsource like anything essentially, where I have a contractor maybe occasionally. So Typeform for sure, because you can have it and it's an investment. Everything I think that's worthwhile is an investment. Yeah, I really believe that. I don't. I think do things for free for sure. Have the have the free Calendly at first. Have the free Linktree at first. But then when you start seeing some traction, invest in the paid versions if they're worth it. And Typeform is worth it. It's like fifty bucks a month, but people fill out information, and based on the information, it creates logic jumps for you that then can integrate with whatever else. It could integrate with your Canva template. It could integrate with, like based on the information that they plug in, it could populate something else for you so that you literally have to do only like 20 minutes of work that used to take you maybe, I don't know, five hours. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm like really passionate about this kind of stuff because it's been just a game changer for me. Yeah. Well, and you know, my main thing is that I struggle with all the time is I want to figure out how to make more money, but without adding extra work in a sense, because I already feel like my days are so busy, but I, I was literally just having this conversation with Kevin yesterday that I get in this rut every so often where I'm busy and not productive. Yeah. And we said we wanted to do this whole series on work smarter, not harder. And that's literally what this comes down to. Um, I feel like so many times I'm sitting there spending so much time responding to people's DMs, responding to people's emails about sizing and whatever else and in returns. And we finally just implemented, we now, um, I mean, Shopify's only been a learning curve with us because it's our first time using it. Um, so we're slowly finding things like we just found a way to have a returns process. So now we have that. And 
we're still learning how to use it, so it's still taking a little bit of time, but that's going to make things so much easier. And like you and I have talked about this before, you keep saying I need to integrate something for our emails. That way that when people send us emails, something automatically sends right back to them. That way that they know, like, we'll get to it when we can or whatever it comes down to. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's funny how, I don't know if this ever happens to you, but sometimes I look back and I'm like, how did I like think that this was okay before? And so I'll just give a specific example that I'm thinking of. I just recently was like, okay, I want to, you know, I want to work smarter, not harder. I don't want to go get a serving job again. I want to make more money from home, but do it quickly and efficiently. Mm -hmm. I want to get more online training clients. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, my online training website needs revamped. I need to look at it. And I just realized, why the fuck do I not have like progress photos and testimonials on there? how am I supposed to promote my business without having that on there? And I was like, I was just wondering if you've ever had a situation where like, like that, where like you looked at something you implemented for yourself before and you were just like, why didn't I do this? Or why did I think that that was a good idea or something like that? Yes, actually more so with like mistakes that I've made. Like when I first started WineUp, I hired a virtual assistant right away because I didn't know where to start and I didn't know how to do anything. And I hired somebody for $30 an hour because for some reason it was important to me that she was based in the Bay Area. And she made like Canva templates and they were absolute trash. But because I didn't know what looked good, I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm happy with this. And it cost me $150 a week when my business was generating no revenue. And I had her for maybe six weeks and I was like, oh my God, like I need to not spend this much money on somebody doing stuff that I just need to learn how to do. So it's kind of like this backwards thinking where you're like, okay, yeah, I'll look at these systems. Yeah, I'll look at how to automate this. Yeah, I'll eventually look. But it's like, the more you keep pushing that off, it's actually slowing you down in the long run. But you don't want to think that because if I may dig there for a second, I this like fear mindset, like you're, you feel like you have to be at all of these other places at once. But like, if you don't take care of this core central aspect of business, you're not actually going to ever be in all those other areas either. Like you have to take the time yeah. and that's what I had to do. And that's what I learned. And that's why when I'm like talking about this stuff, like it's not because I think I know everything. It's because like, this is literally my experience. Like this, this is literally what I do know based on this happenstance. So with, with like testimonials and the before and after, that's very, very important. But also my opinion is that you cannot only have Instagram as your marketing channel. I have gotten, none of my clients I've gotten from Instagram, by the way, none of them. (laughs) So, and and I'm an Instagram manager. So that, I mean, blows my mind, but I've gotten them based on work that I've done. They see somebody else's like account and they're like, oh, who does your Instagram? Or I've contributed value to Facebook groups. So I would say for like the fitness coaching, I would really just put it on your calendar, invest 15, 20 minutes going in these Facebook groups. I'm like, you're yawning. I'm like, am I boring you? No, it's my lack of sleep. Definitely not boring me. Um, this is, I mean, and we've, we've talked about this on, on our own time too. Like I, okay. I, I know that these are things that I need to do and I love that we're talking about them because I know that so many people that listen are either fitness coaches, whatever, especially with COVID. Like I know a lot of girls that are trainers in Philadelphia and Philly's reclosing. So, I mean, this is this is great. And the reason we wanted to do this series was because 2021's coming up. 
I almost said 2022. Like, what year is it? What's happening? I'm just like really trying yeah. to skip ahead at this point. I think if COVID taught us anything, it's that you need to get fucking creative with how you make money. You can't always rely on whatever other job and whatever else. And obviously, everyone can't be self-employed. But if there's ever been a time to start a side hustle, it's now. So that's what we wanted to talk about this, work smarter, not harder, and help you guys. I mean, yeah. Lauren and I both have had so many different situations and all of the little businesses that we've started or whatever we've done. Like We've had these mistakes and not even necessarily mistakes, just learning experiences too that we want to share with you guys because not yeah. every single one of you listening are going to be able to relate 100%. But first of all, this applies to a lot of areas of your life. Even if you're not necessarily doing a business, you can always, you know, work smarter in different areas. Maybe this works at your regular job, or maybe you find a more efficient way to clean your fucking apartment. I don't know, but I would just say this. I would just have to say that I think people are so quick to make an action of some kind that they assume is going to work in any area of their life. And why not bounce it out to people who have experience in that one area and ask a community, which is what we're about. We're about this community. We have a podcast and you and I both met on Instagram. And so mm-hmm. by those like metrics, we've helped each other in various areas based on community. And I just think that going forward, maybe people don't need to just like, oh, quick, I got to do a move. But like really think about what is the smartest move. Think about strategy. Like that's just something that I absolutely freaking love. Thinking about it without doing it to the point where you're paralyzing yourself though, I think is Write it out though, but like take actionable, not just like think about it like, oh, I have to do this, this, and this. Like that's not productive. Right. Like do some research. Like just here's an example. I want to work my business to be more efficiently. How do I do that? YouTube it. Okay. What do I have? Okay. I have a fitness program. Okay. Literally how to scale my fitness program and then find some solutions. And that's what I mean. I don't mean sit there and think about it and not yeah. do anything. I mean, do some freaking research. Like to anybody who's listening, who's like, what do I do? Like I Google everything. I, if I don't know the answer, another example, a client uh, will say, Hey, I have this, this, and this problem. I'll think about it. And I'll be like, okay, this is a comprehensive solution I could offer them, but I don't know how to do this one component of it. And what I'll do is I'll offer it as a solution anyways, because then if this came up for this one client, I know it'll probably come up for another. And I will say that this is what I will offer as a deliverable. And now I might struggle with that, but that's why I don't charge by an hour. I charge by a project rate, right? So I will then find out how to do that one component because I I want to, I want to get better at my own job. So I just am saying like have, I think for some people in the life, like have some areas that you don't know what to do, but you're going to find the answer because overall it's going to make you smarter, more well-rounded, blah, 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 you know. It's going to help you in the long run. Yeah. I mean, I never hired a personal trainer and my form squats, all that sort of thing, like I got in shape like pretty quickly without hiring a trainer. I don't, so maybe that's just like the type of person that I am that I just always am pretty like resourceful. Well, I think whenever you have to be resourceful, you become resourceful. I think that that's probably one thing that's built both of us is that we've both been in situations in life where we had to just figure it out. And so we've learned to figure things out on our own. And I think that that's where a lot of people struggle is they've had a lot of things 
handed to them, whether they realize it or not, things have been handed to them or came easy or somebody was always answering questions for them or whatever it was. And not everyone has had to go out and figure shit out for themselves. So that's one thing we've talked about before. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. 100%, we want to help. Please slide in those DMs if there's like something that like you actually truly have a question about. But as we said, you can fucking learn anything on Google or YouTube. Like, do the research first. I think everybody is so lazy. They just want, they want to come right to us because they just want the answer. You know, they want it to be easy. Like, yeah, we want to help you guys and we do want to help you with shortcuts and things like that. But at the same time, we had to do the research. We didn't always have, like you said, I mean, you can hire people here and there and whatever else. But a lot of times, like, we had to put in the research on our own first. So do the work. People are always asking me, like, where'd you find your manufacturer? And first of all, I'm not going to tell you my secret sauce. Like, why do you think I would do that? (laughs) My favorite thing that I've been like saying lately is like, don't give them the secret sauce. They can have the meal, but don't give them the secret sauce. That's what Lauren was saying last night. That's literally where I pulled it from. But, um, and it was funny because then I think I saw uh, like a a meme or something about secret sauce afterwards or a commercial or something. And I was like, ah, it's haunting me. Yeah. So I don't know why people think I would ever like give them my manufacturer. I'm like very confused by that. Like, what is the yeah. thought process behind that, that you think I would give it to you? Um, but literally just fucking Google. Like, I didn't know anything. I have a degree in nutrition. Right. <laughs> what? Like, you have a degree in what? Hospitality management or something? Yeah. Well, it's restaurant management. Restaurant but management. Yeah. It's essentially just a business degree with a culinary school, like, <laughs> minor. But, but still, yeah. like, we didn't, we didn't fucking know how to do any of this. Like, we figured it out. Like put in the research while you have to. And then when you can hire someone to, when you're at that point where, like you said, the free version of the app first, then get the paid version when you can. Like that's all we're saying. If it's worth it. I also, like you, didn't have a lot of this taught to me. I didn't study, you know, I took some marketing classes, but they don't teach you social media in college. That's why I think MBAs are like going the way of all things because they're not actual, the most important marketing arm you have for really any business is digital marketing and like social media at this point. And they're not really teaching that last time I checked in an MBA program. And this is all stuff that is super comprehensive on YouTube, on LinkedIn courses, on Udemy, on anything like that. So I just think that there's a lot of slower thinking that like just because there's this sort of thing offered to you for a price it doesn't mean you can't find it somewhere for cheaper and better (laughs) Mm -hmm. just like critical think of everything and that's a sign of an entrepreneur and we're entrepreneurs we critically think everything and we're resource hungry yeah 100 percent. and we figured some shit out on ourselves like it's it's insane that you figured out how to do all of the things think of all the things that had to go into your business right and i'm still learning and that's what I think one of the most important things is in regards to being an entrepreneur, owning your own business, or even whatever your career path is, is that you have to be willing to continue to learn. You inspired me to set up a schedule for my week where, you know, Monday mornings are dedicated to this, Tuesday evenings are dedicated to this, and so on. And I have, what day is it? Oh, Wednesday evening is, or afternoon, whatever, is my growth research. So how can I scale my business? That's like literally just time to learn. I have that set aside for me to figure out ways to improve. And if you're not willing to put in the time and the effort to learn more on how to make things better, make things faster, make things easier, whatever it is, then you're going to be stuck. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like how you're you're seeing that now and realizing that now. I'm glad that I mean, if you could draw any inspiration for me, I I'm glad. Um, it's all from the struggle. The thing I was going to say is that from the very beginning, our very first episode, you talked about like that moment where you went into like say that you know how to play the violin, and then you just like went into orchestra, and then you just like blends it in. And it's the same exact thing. I think for me, when I started Wine Up, I messaged some girl in a Facebook group and I was like, hey, I have the perfect event for this party. Let me know if you'd be interested. And that's how I came up with Wine Up. I didn't actually existingly have a business. I lied about it. I was like, I have a wine tasting business. This is what I do. You don't have to tell everybody that you don't know exactly what you're doing if you have an understanding at a level that you're confident in. And so I think I just wanted to wrap up and with this, because I know everybody can relate with this. It's like, you just have to have a certain level of confidence. You just have to. And if you don't have that, figure out how you're going to get that first, because that is the reason why you and I are where we are today is because we had a certain level of confidence. We were like, I don't know, but I'm going to find it out and I will fake you out and let you believe that I do know. And then people are going to come to me because I'm that girl who knows the shit. Mm-hmm. Preach. Yes. <laughs> So I'm excited. I think this is going to be, I don't know if I'm going to call it a series because we'll see what the fuck happens, but it's going to be a fun little situation in which these next few episodes are going to be focused on getting you guys set up for the new year in all different realms of life. So this one had to do with, you know, those of you that are either starting a side hustle or starting your own business, or you've had one, but you feel like you're plateauing, you're not really growing, you're not really improving on anything. So this is the first one, but there's Many more yeah. tips to come for all of you out there. If this one doesn't apply to you, we promise there will be one coming that will apply to you. Patreon. <gasps> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Almost forgot. So as you guys know, in our last episode, we announced that we had our Patreon. So that is up and going. So now you guys, if you are not Patreon members yet, you're hearing this episode on a Wednesday. If you guys want to hear them early on Mondays, it is only $2 a month and it is to support us. We are very, very appreciative. We put out this content every week for you guys and we love that you listen. And if you want to listen early and just pay back a little bit of a favor, $2 a month. If you want our pre-podcast chit-chat, Lauren and I, we actually did a really long one today, um, but we talked for a good bit, just the two of us, before we get on a record. We started recording that, and that is going to be our mid-level, three fifty dollars a month. And then that also includes the early episodes. And then the top level, $5 a month, is going to include both of those things. And then as well, you guys are going to have access to us answering questions for you. So whether it's just something random and you guys want us like something you want to know about our lives, you want the Mm -hmm. tea on, we can record Mm -hmm. that and we'll put it in. Or if you have a specific question like, hey, this happened with my business. Do you have any advice? This happened with my fitness journey or this happened in my relationship. Like, what do you guys think about this? Like, we would love to help you guys out with that. So that's a little bit more personal one-on-one. We'll record it so you can actually hear us like thinking through it and we'll put that on there. It'll be like included in that top tier level. So yeah. Yes. And the mid-tier level, you get a special trait this time because it's 16 minutes and I think five minutes are of me crying. So there's that. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and subscribe to get notifications of fresh, bullshit-free episodes each week. Follow us on Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, at It's All Bullshit Podcast, 
or send your questions to hello at itsallbullshitpodcast.com.